Episode 124 of the Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. So he's not really a guest because he's not that important. He's just... <laughs> Sorry, Bob. What a great start. <laughs> yeah, what a great start to this episode. Uh, this is my friend, Bob. I never knew him as Robert, even though that's his birth name, but actually has another birth name, and we'll get to that sometime during Maybe this podcast. <laughs> but Bob is somebody that I've known since I turned 17, and we became friends because he was the original program director of our... CJEP, pre-university radio station. Right. You remember the call letters? Sham. C-H-A-M. And you gave me my first start, even though it was free. And And we were amateurs. We were amateurs. We were 17 years old. That's it. Living the radio dream, emulating our stars. Yes. I went one way, as Robert Frost in The Road Not Taken, the famous poem, Mm -hmm. as he wrote Mm -hmm. that famous poem. It truly was about uh, Bob and I. He went one way, (laughs) and he pursued an engineering career, and I'm sure we could talk a bit about it. I know you want to kind of stay anonymous when it comes to that stuff because you it's have a good. credible career, it's all and good. I'm here <laughs> basically going to ruin... Incredible. Yeah, 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 I have an incredible career that's going to ruin your rep at some point during this podcast. But Bob, thank you so much for coming on. A true pleasure. You're more of a... I think, you know what, if this works out, and I, I already feel like we're a minute into this and it's already working, <laughs> it's already working out, but Bob is just somebody that I believe, had he not gone down the engineering route or route as we say mm-hmm. he would definitely have been in radio he, he did a little bit of radio actually here around the corner on fourth street you're right the, I did, the yeah. original 96 frequency we're mm-hmm. not going to give them any more credit no because more. A, a big fascist company owns them now <laughs> in your opinion <laughs> in, yes. my, in my opinion <laughs> and maybe the opinion of other people mm-hmm. he did do a little bit of radio but then mention what you do because, because by the way it's uh, yeah. am, it's amazing what you do and it excites me it's something that i love and it's funny because you did something that i truly loved my whole life if 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 money was no object and i was ready to take the commitment that you took I would have done what you did. You decided at 17 years old, you were going to pursue a career in broadcasting. You did everything around that. Your studies, your volunteer work, working at radio stations practically for free, carrying the banners, doing the the, the free lunches. I went all in. You went all in. Yeah, that's it. and, And you knew at one point you had to leave Montreal to make it. And you did. You went cross country. Yeah. And that was the commitment I couldn't take. I could, and still to this day, I'm but, still here in Quebec. Yeah, but you did, you always wanted out of this province, as did many other people. And as, by the way, I yes. did leave for 18 years, and most people say to me, why yeah. the hell did you come back? You never had the chance, let's say, to leave. Well, actually, that's not true. You had many chances to I leave. Many, we all of, had, we all do. Be, because of your career, you stayed here. Correct. But uh, less about me, more okay. about you, because you so, do have an incredible career okay. that I envy in a way, in a good way, because envy is a, it's just a horrible word. Mm-hmm. It's something that I've always been interested in yes. and it's aviation and as what's wonderful is we actually traded on this before you actually came to my workplace a few years ago and you flew the flight simulator so it was we, the airbus it was the airbus a330 we flew yeah. so i work in a training center where we train pilots and crews instructors to practice and get real with the aircraft so when they go to the line they fly 
and we prepare them for what will be, what will never be. That's what we're hoping. Exactly. <laughs> what will never be, right? Yeah. Engine fires and uh, yes. bird strikes. But you throw all the scenarios in. throw all them. the scenarios yeah. in so that they practice everything for the purpose of readiness. So the airline business is one of the safest business you'll ever, you'll ever see. More than medical, more than cars. I mean, there's so much redundancy in the aircraft. They can't get your luggage to the next city, <laughs> yeah. but it is one of the safest, <laughs> it's true. safest modes of transportation. Because we never considered luggage to be part of the no. aviation industry. It's, a, <laughs> that's, it's, it's on the outside. That's exactly. It's on the outside. That's somebody else's yeah. problem. And catering as well. Yes. We can never talk to the quality of food in the yeah. aircraft. And, and you work with so many different airlines yes. that you know, you, you're, you're not, uh, you don't belong to any airline. So any no. criticism that comes towards any airline, it's not yes. Bob, because you're just yes. training the pilots. The word we like to use, agnostic. Yeah. We are the most agnostic Canadian neutral company, the largest training provider in the world for services and training centers. And it's right here in the and city the of Montreal. And the headquarters is right here in yeah. Montreal. And you run... Well, I run the Montreal Training Center. Training Center. So, this is uh, not a small job that Bob has. Well, it's a big job. <laughs> You're embarrassing me because no, but it's true. It's because a big job. I, I truly enjoy what I do, and I've always resisted using the word job because I actually go to work to help people. That's yep. how I've always seen my job. That's a great way of putting it. I just go there. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate of what I'm doing. I love the people that I work with today. I love the the, the product itself. It's very exciting. Aviation in general, it's very addictive. You just it can, is. It's very addictive. And and the people is really what makes a difference. You realize the aircraft is a machine, but behind that, it's an educational facility. It's the academia. It's the university of aviation. Yes. And we are the Harvard. I am literally working at something like that. Yeah, so Don't mention Harvard. It's a woke school. Oh, now, yeah, so. that's right. I forgot, I forgot where I am. <laughs> you remember the podcast you're on here? Yes, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the episode after all <laughs> the previous 100 episodes where we defined the word woke. <laughs> but it's okay, I'm, I'm just bugging. I'm bugging you. But, and I've said it to you before. Yeah, off, and you don't strike me. Look, you're yes. very professional. <laughs> off mic. You're very professional. But Bob mm. and I have had a friendship literally Let's do some quick math here. Yes. Since uh, 1987. 87. So that was Champlain us- College. Two years. I graduated yeah. in 89, like you. Yeah. Then I went to Concordia to do my engineering like degree. Me. I went to Concordia for uh, yeah, but uh, for what? Two I, days? I, I, I got, three days? No, no. I went for three years, but okay. I got I got rejected. Yes. Uh, from the broadcast journalism. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hey, always hold that we, against them. Yeah, yeah, I always hold that against. Yeah. Them. They say I'm an alumni. I go no. no, no. I ended up studying. English major, history minor. Right. right. You did it for three years, though. I, I did it for three years. But you also yeah. worked your butt off doing radio on the side. At the same time. I know. Yeah. That was very impressive, by the way. Thank because you. you were able to do both. Because you knew in your heart the degree was a check mark, but the career was going to be broadcasting. Especially in radio. You knew I knew it. I had to leave. It's a bug. And you know what, yeah. Frank? I have that bug, too. Yeah. I had it in I know 1987. I ran that station for a year, and I, I so enviously, as you say, quote, unquote, wanted to do that so bad. Yeah. And I realized that I could not take that commitment, and it didn't offer the security and stability long term. You're I, right. It, I lasted, well, 30 years. I you bet. Did you think years. I would last 30 years in radio? Considering many other people, I mean, there's a select. Right, it's a small I'm group of people. I'm trying to think who else has lasted 30 years. Yeah. You can well, count I mean, them the on big, one hand. The big names. You can count them right. on one hand, honestly. Yeah. And, and the other thing that radio really I didn't like about it is for all the camaraderie, and as you said to me before, for all the truth we were encouraged to share with our audiences, 
it ends always so roughly. And I never understood why, particularly in that business. And I told you this. Yeah. Why only in that business does the exit have to be unceremonious? It's true. You don't see that in any other business. No. Frank, if I decide to quit working at the car dealership, they're going to throw a party for me. <laughs> I'm going to have a cake. The girl from upstairs from finance what is going to come and share my hand. That's true. But what about if hands? they fire you from the car dealership? Will they treat you a bit more human? I uh, think so. Of course they I think will. so. Because I don't think they even use that word fire. It's moving on. First, you're going to have many um, performance reviews. Yes. You're going to have Before a warning. Before you get to that point. Yeah, but you're going to have yeah. warnings. Not in not radio. going well. That's not going well. <laughs> Your numbers aren't there, whatever. Yeah. But I'm using the car dealership as an example because yeah. even in the car dealership business, they wouldn't throw you out unceremoniously like that. Well, corporations like to blindside. That's what they do. And but it's I have not to like, disagree because in my corporation, we don't do it like that. Well, that's a good thing. That's amazing it's that you It's very human, the process. There's yeah. a warning. There's a double warning. How many warnings have you had? <laughs> that's private information okay. in my hr yeah, file yeah, yeah but the point is yes. that they give you you're saying that no it's not every corporate but media corporations well, i find and, and having frank, worked in the and, and i'm challenging you why yeah. why do they do it like that because they don't have to they could give a two-week notice and say frank for the next two weeks you can say goodbye to your audience and we'll be eliminating your position yeah. in two or three weeks from now. What's because, wrong with that? Do you think it's because there's a, there's a microphone involved with the career? In other words, if they give me two weeks, I could go rogue and go nuts and say things like I'm saying on this podcast now, but on the show, maybe that's what they're trying to avoid. But I, but I feel that- But we're all professionals, Frank. But exactly. And you know what? Because I, I could do the same thing too at work. Well, 100%. Oh, you're giving me a performance package? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna go let out. me mess up the code, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I would never do that because I know it's over and and yeah. we're going to find a way to end it properly. No? Yes. So why only in that business, in television and, 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 and broadcasting, do we see this, um, this unceremonious end? And I know what happened to you, and, and I feel for you to this day, because I know that you could have been treated differently and better at the exit. I think you had a whole podcast on this anyway. Yes, yes. Sir. You went up the elevator and this and that. It was very... You know that was what? with Natasha. I was... I talked about that. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I was sweating. I was sweating listening to it because the way you described it, that the day that it happened, <laughs> it was like I was there. Yes. And, I re- and, and that was the episode where I said, ah, oh, Bob, that's why 30 years ago you didn't take the jump into radio exactly for that elevator ride. Yes. Or you took the stairs, I think. Uh, no, <laughs> I think I did, Natasha no, took the elevator. No, I took the elevator. Oh, she Nata- took the stairs. Yeah, I think they this thought maybe disgusting. I'd get a heart attack this taking the stairs. This is disgusting. Everything yeah. about that day was disgusting. Yes. You know what I felt? I think what I mentioned on the podcast yeah. with Natasha was I felt like we were going to get whacked. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Like, uh, no, not that I've ever been <laughs> you know, exactly. part of a crew or anything, exactly. but having watched the movies over the it's years. It's not necessary. It, I just, I so just by the way, I had an unceremonious end as well because I did work in Used the word unceremonious <laughs> three times. The first time Bob used it, I was like impressive. Yes. Second time, I was okay. like, okay, he needs another word. Now is a three. Okay, sorry. You're, you're, you know what you are? Word. You're a bad radio station in 2023 using ideas from 30 years ago. So you've okay. used the word three times. Three times. Let's go. Prochain. Away Let's go. So I was thinking uh, it happened to me as well because. I did do a little bit of radio, you know, part-time on the weekends and stuff, because as I was working at the corporation, I still felt that bug to do it. And it was never about the money. It was just about having an artistic, you know, release, and I loved the music. So it ended like that for me as well. I was called into an office, 
And I was told literally by the same by person. the same guy <laughs> <laughs> who we love it love so endearingly. Well, by so. the way, but yes. for you it happened thirty years ago. Well, uh, no, let's say twenty five or twenty five so. years. Yeah, twenty five years guy. ago. Same guy yeah. pulls me into the office. <laughs> okay, and now I'll get to do my story. And by, the way, by the way, we're not making any of this shit up. It no, is the exact same guy. It's all true, and yeah. I'll put you in. And I still remember the blue carpet, <laughs> the ding of the elevator. I walk. You know what was my biggest naive moment? I actually set. And wait, sh- wait. What yeah. were you doing at the radio station? I was doing operator Friday night. So operator for people who don't know is you're running the board, the, the board. mixing board yes. for somebody else. For somebody else, you're like a producer and inserting producer. the commercials and yeah. taking the phone calls. Yeah. Saturday, I was doing the same thing, continuing into a live show for two hours, and that's it. Friday and so Saturday. So how do you mess that end. up? Why did they? Um, what was the? So it was because I was taking the position of somebody else who was going to take the commitment to leave the city and develop themselves in radio. They didn't like the fact that I was. I already had a secure job and a secure. You were income. already in engineering. Oh yeah, I was seven years it. in oh, at yeah. the time. You know, I remember getting a call from you. I was in Vancouver, and you're like, mm. "I'm working at uh, such and <laughs> such." I was like, "You are? I thought you were an engineer." He goes, "I, I am." I'm so I did on the, the Friday and yeah. Saturdays. That was filling my weekend very nicely. Yeah. So in the end, he pulls me in. And I remember the blue carpet, the ding of the elevator. And I remember one thing I remember very discreetly was there were so many people there. Because when I go in on Friday and Saturday, there's nobody there. So I said, oh my God, there's really an office here of people doing something. So I go in the office and uh, I'm thinking it's going to be good news or, you know, uh, Bob, here's a $50 gift certificate for something for all your hard work on the weekend. No, it wasn't any of that. For the Barbie bar. We won't <laughs> need your services anymore. Uh, the famous line. And we the won't dream need your ended. services anymore. So I naively said, to come back to the word naive, I said, but are you okay for tonight? Because who's going to be there at 7 o'clock? If you want, I'll finish the weekend <laughs> just so you're not short, short-changed. Yeah. And then next week you'll find somebody right. else. They already had somebody to replace. Oh my that, but, but that's how quick they are in every position I and, cared yeah. so much more than this person cared about till you. the end yeah of course I was thinking for him that who are you going to replace me with today right. and that affected you that's something that Bob has never you've never forgotten that even though you've been successful in your engineering never. career and trust me Bob is very humble and he's all about the humility but you are very I've successful had, I've had in to your terminate career. people in my career uh, oh yes many people yeah but my point is you're very successful in your career. You don't have to think about a moment from 25 years ago when you were let true, go, true. and it still affects you. It still affects me. Because it's just the way radio has... I know. It know, was a, even it's back a reaffirmation. Then. Yeah, it's a reaffirmation that it doesn't need to be that way. Right. They decided to do it that way. Exactly. But it's a personal decision yeah. that they took. But it's the same guy, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is it just him, or is it the whole corporation? I think he's the only guy. I think he's going to every city secretly firing everybody. Firing everybody. Yeah. Anyway, this, this is all in the past. It's all in the past, yeah. but in, in, in effect, you know, you did your 30 years this way and came here, and, and you had a great time, Frank, doing it. And so did I. I did 30 years parallel to you in aviation, and I'm so happy to reconnect after 30 years on the mic, you on mean, because we've been friends for on a long time. On the microphone, yes. exactly. Well, look, Bob brought me, brought us two nice pizzas today. Do we have to mention these pizzas? <laughs> well, you don't have to mention where you got them because okay. they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't pay, right? They didn't pay. I've already given. Because <laughs> you already told me the rule: yeah, yeah. no more people that no more. don't pay on exactly. the show. Exactly. But right. not only that, I've given yes. them free plugs before, okay. so and it's not necessary. Okay. You got some Caesar salad. You brought some fries. You brought some uh, lemonade. All the healthy food. All the healthy <laughs> stuff. And then yes. I said to Bob, I'm like, Bob. We have to turn on the mics here. And you know what? It's not like you're a guest. 
Thank you. you know, <laughs> thank you. I feel so, so I'm not, warm. What, I'm not worthy to be a guest. No, it's not like you're a guest. Yeah. It's like you're here and you happen to be here. And maybe in the future we'll be talking about other different topics. And that's it. And then we're just going to shoot the I shit. I have opinions on Why every not? one of your hundred and, hundred and so yeah, shows. I'm sure you do. Every show you've done, I've had something to say about it about as about well. It. Yes. But I have to honestly tell you, I appreciate your candor and your honesty and the fact that every time you turn on the mic, you're doing it truly, truly for you. Thanks, Bob. This is so important in this stage of your life. Come on, you don't want to live a lie at this point. No, You're doing I, it for you. And I don't ever feel, I don't know how you interpret it when I was on the radio. I, n- I never felt like I was telling a lie, but I felt like I was playing the game. You had to. It was there for I would have it was never made hours. It. I wouldn't like, have made it for 30 years no. if I was... But Frank, your show started at this time and finished at this time. Don't tell me you do that with the podcast. No. You start when you feel like starting and you end when you feel like ending. Yes. Right there is the first difference. The rest is the content. Isn't Bob great, by the way, anyone listening to right now? <laughs> what, a, what a pro this guy is. Listen, don't worry right. about that. Keep I, going. And, I, and I wanted to say I think something. I'm going to have you just in the corner throwing me good compliments on <laughs> don't, don't get the ego too high. No, no, no. no okay. Very nice. Well, how many followers do you have now? 24, 25,000 on your Instagram? Yes. And on the show? It's going well? Podcast is doing very well. The okay. biggest month was last month. Funny you should ask, and it was uh, hit thirteen thousand downloads, wow. not counting streams right. for the month, which is really big. And I've been cheating uh, you, by the way, because I've been only streaming. Well, that's all not this good. Time. No, no, you're supposed. I know to, you told me that it's not I good. Keep saying it's, and I told you, mention it yeah. on the show that streaming. I have mentioned count. it because of okay. you. It's it's Thank it's you. the well, it doesn't count on the national chart, but it's a circle with a downward arrow. That's the one you click for download. Even this show, download okay. it. Because so, Bob's going to want to see how many downloads. So we why got. don't we take fifteen seconds now for everybody to find it on their phone? That little button. Oh, yeah. That's a good and just idea. do it right now. Bob, man. This guy's amazing. I mean, <laughs> okay, like, have you done like, it already? You've just become the program director. I'm a one-man show here, but you've become the program director of the Drive of One Podcast. Man, of one it's, man. It's amazing. It's like, no, okay, we're waiting. Yes. What are we doing? I think they have downloaded the show. <laughs> They've downloaded the show. They're not that stupid, show. Frank. No. no. The, I mean, you're, we're still talking now, and you could be doing they're, it right they're now. They're doing it right now. Circle and I arrow feel, down. I feel the Click data it. going through. Click it. All right. Bob. So what else? Well, I want to, you know, it's funny because since you said you listen to a lot of my podcasts, there was a mm. particular podcast mm. where, I was, no, no. <laughs> where I was talking about <laughs> one of my favorite shows, which was Indian Matchmaking. You're Have right. you seen that show? You were addicted. I did watch it casually, but you were but addicted how, to but it. But how could I like it more than you? No, 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 because, <laughs> because it's... Well, it's can very I, traditional. Yes. It's like Italian people, they all do... The, the Joe Mingia and St. Leonard. <laughs> okay, wait, and they all eat wait, Milano's on. every day. Wait, wait. But they for, don't. But this, for the people who are Mingia, not. Hang on. They wait, don't do that. Hang on. Wait. <laughs> Come on, Cornuto talk. Wait, wait. For the people who are, who do not, are not in the Montreal area, have no idea. St. Leonard is the east end of Montreal. Where yes. There's a lot of Italians. It's like Woodbridge yes, in, exactly. uh, in uh, Toronto. It's yes. like Burnaby in Vancouver. Yes. It, just in case. People are listening. Like, what's this guy talking about? Keep going. So <laughs> it's just because, you know. That it's that that show reminds me that all marriages are done like that, and people talk all talk like that, and they all think like that. Well, no, it's a specific but, but, ten or fifteen percent. Yeah, but I'm going to mention this because yeah. uh, we we talk about it a lot. <laughs> I know, and, and, and you have a wonderful son. Yes, who is now Bob used to call him when he was younger, little and yellow. Yeah, now he's big and yellow. Yeah, yeah, which was yeah. little lamb. Now he's now he's like eighteen. <laughs> big lamb, yeah, now he's twenty big years lamb. old, grande and yellow. Yes, and Bob's not even Italian, but Bob could turn into an, like he could have an Italian accent in a Ma. second. He could have the Quebecois accent, maybe <laughs> uh, like pure Quebecois oh, accent wait. in a C'est second. So. C'est C'est so. So. 
But I, I, the I, Quebec I, part is natural. Yeah, but yes. It's in all of us. Yes. Even you, you was it on the weekend. I was shocked that day. I was watching you at Playground. Yes. Tu parles comme un vrai Québécois, Colin. Pure laine, right? T'es tant bon temps, Gaëtan. Okay, what were we talking about? What was I we going were talking oh, about so Bob, so the, Bob arranged, has, the word arranged. Bob has, yes. Bob has a great handsome son, and your first marriage was an arranged Indian marriage. And I want to take this time for the first time <laughs> to describe to you this word arranged. Yeah, but, and I want to, yeah. well, wait a minute, because I remember you got married out of nowhere. I was living in Vancouver. I didn't even come to your wedding. You came to mine. Right. It happened so quick. Just so let me a little background, to, but yes. I want to tell you yeah. the word arranged. Yeah, I want to talk about it uh, because never mind all this radio talk, which was interesting. Yes, I want to talk about you because and on you the Netflix show, arranged marriage or yes. whatever it's called, there, Indian matchmaking. Indian matchmaking, <laughs> it is truly arranged, but not at the same time. If you notice that the matchmaker comes and says, "We see a good match between you and you." And they state that. And you look at the bio data, they call it, which yeah, is, we call it the CV. Yes. And, the and, Indian CV. And exactly. And you feel like there's things that you can't possibly have in common or potentially live together with. And there's one thing I want to say is that there's different flavors of arranged because in those situations, you're kind of forced together in traditional India where you have no choice. It has been arranged for you and you will marry this person. Isn't that what happened to you? No, it is not. That's what I wanted to tell okay, you. I, was, I have a different flavor of arranged. Okay, yeah, so then, then there's the arranged in that television show, which yes. is level two, I call it. But what's the, your And level? then there's level three, which is my level. Okay. We were introduced together because the families knew each other through the community. And they said, oh, he's engineer, she's engineer. Uh-huh. He's uh, doing this, she's doing that. It could be a good match. We met five times. Did you? Yes, wait. there was an overhanging concept or, or, yeah. or whatever. Did that, you love her? Yes, at the time, okay, of course. Okay, okay. You get married for love, of course. Yes. But as as I love to tell people, you don't you don't you don't divorce the same person that you married. Right. They right? change, or they you change, change, or you both change. It's all about the evolution. Yes. Have you evolved together after five, ten, fifteen years? Because everyone is going to change. You just don't know where it's going to end up. Mm-hmm. So, did you evolve with Steph? Absolutely. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. Why and do that's I feel like reconnects. I'm in therapy right now? You're my psychologist. <laughs> and that's what reconnects everybody. <laughs> did you evolve with <laughs> Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> Would you like some lemon water? <laughs> the sofa's, right, the so, the sofa's okay. right there. I, I didn't even get... Yeah, we have a sofa right behind, <laughs> uh, which would be weird if we both lie down on the sofa right now. I but think you'll go on the sofa. <laughs> I'm going to need it after this podcast. I'll go on the armchair. So, okay. So, you, you did so, love so her. So, it's level uh, wait, three. Wait, level three, but a little background is we didn't even mention. <laughs> It. You're Hindu. Yeah, I don't come from Pakistan at all. It's no, just you're... that this province wait a minute. Well, I'm from Pakistan. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell wait, you, wait, not wait, wait, all wait, brown wait. people wait, where are, you from? are Pakistani. Where are you from from? I'm from India. Calcutta, the poorest city in the world. You used to say to me, call me the happy Hindu. Yes. Yes. Now, Hinduism is a religion. Yes, it's a religion. Of which 90% of India, of India yeah. is is Hindu. But you're Indian and yes. you're from where? Like, I don't think you've ever told me what region of india you're from from west bengal wb it's a province in the top left top right corner of india and you're hindu and i'm hindu because primarily india is hindu but there are also sikhs and christians and even jews in india right but not to a large majority but in Quebec, so to make it really fire of course 
Le gars de cuisine, est-ce que The translation is a, is a diving Pakistani. No, because plongeur in yeah. French is actually dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> it's the guy that washes the dishes okay. on the back. It's even worse. It's even worse. I thought plongeur was a diver. It is also a driver, but in the context see, of the you Québécois... Said, you said paquis plongeur. Paquis so plongeur. In, in my head, I thought you were Pakistani. But this is how the province sees me. Yeah, I know, me. I know. Even me. Toi, t'es Joe Mingya. One of the one of the best. We have to mention this. Okay, so get wait. Yes. Wait, wait. We are we so little, far off. No, no. Well, we were doing great. Okay. Then we went off track. So I'm level three. So what I want you to know is that show was level two, where they were also performing because it was somewhat done for the cameras, right? All those shows are done for the exactly. cameras. Exactly. So. Did they have a choice to really go apart? Some of the couples in that show did. They were honest to themselves and said, this is not for me. I want to compare it to The Bachelor. Because I know you love those shows, Frank. House Party and Occupation Double. We call this the Kool-Aid of, of television. It's right? garbage TV, but it's, you know but what? you I, love it. When, I know you love I it. I don't have to think. Yes. And, and it's, you see some And nice, I love Occupation Double. And you know, my wife, likes, Quebec. my wife likes to watch some of them because they're yeah. so stupid. And you want to just put your brain on neutral Exactly. Sometimes. And there's beautiful women on there. So I want you to see that show like that as well. Because the couples that come together, they are arranged to meet not to marry. That's what I wanted to say. Got it. So they meet in an arranged fashion, but then the decision to marry is one of many decisions. So afterwards. did you have a choice before you were introduced we. by both of them? You could of have married a, a French Quebecer or an English Quebecer? Or would your was, parents have been... But I was the oldest son. I was the first in the lineage. There was a, a propensity, to use another word that I know you would love to throw in. Propensity. Propensity. There was a propensity it's, to you, make it you're, happen. You're writing uh, lyrics to Rush songs. <laughs> you know, if I could... You're channeling you Neil You did Peart. something I never did, which is yeah. to meet Getty Lee yeah. and, and Alex. And you told me you never met Neil. Never met Neil, unfortunately. And I know he's very reclusive. Right. And, and I, I think I called you a couple of months ago. I told you I just finished reading the book and I'm in tears, Frank. Which book did you read? Uh, not, not the one that's on your desk here. It was the other one, The Motorbike Trip. Oh, it was The Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. And, and it brought so many great memories. It it evoked so many great memories. Rush is uh, a favorite of, uh, of Bob's. Both of ours. Of us. And, yeah. and the lyrics in each of those songs that I remember, like from Bravado or from Roll the Bones or from any of the, uh, from Presto, he took those little paragraphs and inserted them into the story. And I never saw those lyrics in that view. Yeah, so I have amazing. to imagine Neil on a motorcycle driving into the mountains with those lyrics. In That's his after he lost his wife to and cancer his, and, his, and daughter his daughter to a tragic car accident on this the 401 in Toronto. And then he passed away at a young age of brain cancer. Brain cancer, so which was very painful. All three no end. longer here. It's really sad story. Let me ask you the question right on the side. Wait, what happened to, Yeah, go ahead. Because I want to know, because you heard the rumors that Getty and Alex are thinking of, of getting another drummer and reuniting Rush. Thoughts? Well, I think if they got different drummers and they were doing, they went on a tribute to Neil Peart yeah. tour, yeah. and they got the, the Foo Fighters, you know, yeah. whatever. Would, you would be Actually, okay with they that? They would just get David Grohl because he plays drums exactly. as well. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, I'd be okay if it was a tribute to Neil and they did it okay. once, not if they became the new I Rush see. for the next till I they see. died, then I, I wouldn't see. be okay with it. Because there was another band that did that, uh, which was... Um, well, many bands have done they're it. They're doing this, right? Let's get back to the okay. arranged level three marriage. <laughs> no, because we've gone from that like to that. rush. Okay. That's the thing. When, when, when okay. you're having a conversation like this, it's literally like you are on the couch having a beer, a couple of drinks and shooting the shit and going from one thing to another. But I think there's people with us in the living room that are listening to this right now saying, man, I love this conversation. And a lot more in the car listening on Spotify, Apple. <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget to give it five stars. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's just wrap up. And they've up. already so downloaded it. You had, a, of course. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to you. So... 
So you didn't have to marry within your culture. I didn't have to. The propensity was there to do it. The cultural overtones were there to do it. And I had a fake milestone in my head, which was very stupid looking back. For some reason, I wanted to be married by 30. This number was in my head. It was just a number. And I how can't tell you? you why it was exactly 29.8. Okay, so you were there. Yeah, like, my birthday's in August, and I got married in July, and I made it, and it was a metric that I, I checked off, <laughs> you know? But it's so stupid looking back at it. So all this factored into this decision that, you know, I'm almost 30 years old. I want to have a kid someday. The girl's very nice. We met five, six times. Bob, this is your life. And you just go with it, you know, not knowing the repercussions in the future, because it could have also worked out, Frank. Who knows? Of course. It could have also worked out, but people change. But now you're enjoying your life with yacht girls and Chris. (laughs) (laughs) That was the topic of... For those on the West Coast, (laughs) Chris translates to Christ. (laughs) So that was a couple of episodes ago. Yes, the yacht uh, girls. The the yacht yacht girls. girls. And it's amazing. (laughs) As I always say, when the anchor goes up, the rules go out the door. (laughs) I don't know why this happens, Frank. There is no other industry where this can be said. It's true. Think about it. The anchor comes up. Yeah. The bikinis come off. <laughs> There's pot all everywhere. Barbecuing, excess music. They don't care how old you are. No. Everything goes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Including the clothes. And, and the funny thing is, as soon as the anchor drops again, it yeah. all changes. It all changes. Like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. You could be walking to the terminal or wherever, the boathouse after, and you'll say hi to one of the girls you were with, and yeah. she'll ignore you. She'll ignore you. <laughs> The only evidence you have is that on your phone, those secret photos that you've been taking. You creep. Oh. <laughs> no, you creep. All right, Bob. All right, good. One of the other funny moments that I had oh, with yes. Bob that I had to mention is we had gone on a trip, which, by the way, I still have your swimming trunks on my house. <laughs> From which year? Like this 2000... must have been 2015, 2016. Okay. And we went to a uh, we went on a road trip. It was about five days, and Bob doesn't gamble at all. And, and we Frank's went to Foxwoods. Well, no, back then, back yeah. then. Now I only play poker. Okay. No, no longer. I retired from full gambling okay. of anything right. many years ago because it was the right thing. To do. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. You in were this losing money. Studio doing this. No, no, no. <laughs> but no, it's like you have a couple of you know reality checks, and you realize basically my wife told me, <laughs> Frank, this is not normal. No, and, but but and if, almost everyone I know is yeah. It, it loves to, to gamble. Gambling is, is So something. you think it wasn't about the ledger? It wasn't about making money? It was just an addiction that you had? Well, of course. I oh, mean, I, I, think, I think everybody... I, I thought lo- it was a serious decision, a business decision you took. Well, it was a business decision, but yeah. with poker, it's yeah. a professional... Okay, decision. Like, I could control it, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why, if it's anything else, eventually, eventually, and I know people who know this, that's why I never touch... They didn't even believe me at Playground. They go, what do you mean you've never played the slot machines? I go, mm-hmm. go check. They put in my card twice now. <laughs> <laughs> to check. Twice the VIP and? host to check the scene. They didn't believe me. They go, no, it's impossible you're in here and you've never even put but a penny. See, wow. But I don't you see you on never, the slots. No. And this is the point. And, and I don't play any other games besides what poker. What roulette? Only when I'm in Vegas okay. and only when it's 2, 3 in the morning and I'm <laughs> hammered. Do and, you go for red, black? Uh, no, even I odd? 31 black, 24 black. Yeah, those are my numbers. Okay. Uh, My favorite number, 31, and uh, 24 because is my dad's, one of my dad's numbers. Okay. So anyway, we go to Foxwoods Casino. Mm -hmm. Bob, I don't think ever gambled a day in his life. Never. He makes money, doesn't like to lose it. uh, It just doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest me, which is fantastic. I'll tell you, okay, can I go back one step? Yeah. Why I don't like to gamble. By the way, way, episode one of this drive-by podcast, gambling was a reoccurring theme because I had Rick 
Oh, the yes, temp Campanelli yes, on yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Right, and if you Who go I back, met one time yeah, at by your way, wedding. Yes, what a gentleman. He's now a gentleman. Back to episode one. Have you listened to episode one? Of course. Okay. Do it you was remember, your first one? Do you remember what happened to Rick in episode? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> the whole story. I don't want to know. I don't want to repeat okay, it. So for but, anyone who has not listened to yeah. episode one, go back. Trust me, especially if you like the ching ching a little and oh, gamble. Yeah. This is that. He listen, was heavy into it. Listen to this podcast because yeah. it was it was phenomenal. He's going out on the Much Music tour, by the way. He's going out. Yes, and it's coming to Montreal. Are we gonna go? Maybe we will. You don't want to see Rick? Of course. I love, are you kidding okay, me? Let's Rick's go my, see the Rick's guy. Rick's my man. We he's gotta probably, support him. He's probably or as they c- say in St. Leonard, we have to encourage the guy. They say that? Yeah. Okay. Because it comes from Encourager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. It doesn't also make okay, sense. Okay, let's go back a second right. ago. What were you talking about? We were talking about Foxwoods. Okay. And I was telling you why. Let me finish this. My oh, yeah. philosophy of why I don't gamble. Why don't you gamble? Because if the odds are equal across the board for me and the house... Then how come the house never puts the, first? Uh, first of all, how come I have to put first? Well, well, hang on. The odds are. Who told you the odds are equal for you in the house? <laughs> no, that's no why I know game, they're not. No game favors the player. Thank all you. games favor the house, no so matter why what. Why would you go in? There's just different odds and percentages that are closer to favoring the player, even though it favors mm. the house. You understand? In other okay, words, okay, okay. The edge is a bit. Got it. Closer. Got it. To each but other. But this inequality is what bothers me. Well, at because the base. that's why they'll never lose. Long term, if you win three, four hundred, three, four thousand, yeah. thirty, forty thousand, the eventually they're going to get it back. So the whole point is that's to take the money and run. That's it. Yeah. And you have to know when to stop. Exactly. Right. Which is the problem of most people. And if you have an addictive oh behavior, that's where it gets serious. Yes. Of course. So you have to set limits and rules and bank accounts Absolutely. and all this. That's why I don't play anything else but poker because poker is more of a skilled game with luck involved. And Correct. I play a few times a month and I enjoy it that way and that's it. One of the so, saddest moments, Frank, yes, in my well, life tell is me when one I of went the to the Casino de Montréal. Yeah. And I don't know if you've looked up when you enter the casino. What do you see when you look up at the Casino de Montréal? At the big atrium when you walk I in? don't know. I go to, I've always you don't go to, to Casino play de Montréal? I, I think, no, I'm not a fan. No, okay. never liked it. It's all nets. You know why they put nets there? Because people jump. They have already jumped Is many, many, many times. Imagine they have, they still have the nets. They're not fish. trying to catch flies <laughs> or, or mosquitoes. Or, or, or mosquitoes. They're catching humans in those nets. Horrible. Frank. That is not well, it. I, I heard, Very sad. Well, I heard, yeah, this is not funny. I've heard many people have jumped off a Concord Bridge, yeah. Jacques Cartier Bridge. Very the, sad. The, I'm sure the new and, Champlain and, and Bridge. And I'm sure Champlain that's Bridge. a story across this yeah. great country of ours. Of Everywhere. Course. Well, gambling is a, it's an addiction. And if you don't solve it, it could get out of control to the point where you lose it all. And then you have no other choice. Well, to There's many people, to lose. They, they feel that they can't go home to tell their, 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 their spouse. Their spouse or their families. And they take the... Easier route, it's which the easier is route. hitting the water at yeah. 100 miles an hour. So, wow. okay, so back, we, to so, <laughs> back to gambling. Yes, because it's fun. <laughs> so, you truly are an addict. <laughs> Let me give you another deck of cards here. Hang on, do you have one of those papers? <laughs> you have a gambling problem. One eight hundred. Okay, so uh, we go to Foxwoods, and this is not about the gambling. Even though I spent five days playing poker, yeah, and, and I was in the hotel in, room yeah, by myself. <laughs> and Bob would come and check in. Then we'd have dinner, then we'd have a late night snack, then breakfast, and in between I was playing. But I told Bob, I go, "This is what I'm going for. You could come if you want," and he did. I did, <laughs> and we went. We had a great time. One of the great things was listening to different radio stations True. in the U.S. and On all the that, way down, because we're big geeks. Mm-hmm. But the most interesting thing happened twice at both borders <laughs> going right. into the u.s because we back. went into uh, vermont and vermont, then coming yeah. back to canada because bob always and i always tell bob even when he was coming here to the studio okay and i'm saying bob there are other 
people working on the premises. Don't be a salam. Yeah, don't be a salam. <laughs> like, just tone it down. Right. Once you come in here, you but can do it. But I was good today. Yes, yes. But considering you're such a professional, and people are listening to you and going, this guy is conducts himself very well, very, very pro- you know, professional engineer and all that. You would think Bob would conduct himself appropriately everywhere. And I think no, I do. when he thinks, and you do, but then sometimes you're. So we're at the border. <laughs> Tell me what happens. And Bob is always going to put on. So if he, when we came back to the Canadian border, he puts on the heavy Quebecois French accent because that's what the girl at Saint Bernard de Lacan wants. But you're an Indian guy. <laughs> she was shocked. <laughs> you don't have. Natalie an was shocked, and she was shocked. But Big here's the time. thing. So we're about five minutes away from the border, <laughs> and this is not the first time I've gone with Bob anywhere. So yes. I'm like, I look Frank at Bob and I go, nervous. Yeah. And I go, Bob, yeah. cut the French accent because they're going to think you're making fun of them. He goes, no, but I sound like them. I go, no, but you don't look like them. So right. my point is just cut it. And then the border, yeah, bienvenue, whatever. And Bob goes right into the Quebecois. <laughs> Give an example. Chiris, voici ma passeport. Yeah, and he says, or where words. did you go? Yeah. Saint Joe à Fastwood. And he puts on the Quebecois t- twang. And but I'm that's like, what they I'm, want. I'm, I'm like sinking in my seat. And I'm like, we're not. Anyway. Going, yes. it's the American customs. Absolutely. Hi there. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you headed, Sonny? Down to Foxwoods for a couple of days. So Gamble our lives so, away. So the funny thing is then he puts on a Southern American accent. It's like all of a sudden it has the Texas twang, and I'm like, oh, my Shit. God, this fucking idiot is going to get me into trouble, right? Twang I'm like, is easily embarrassed. Oh, I'm embarrassed easily. I know you and are. Then, but even before the twang comes out, <laughs> It's seconds away from yeah. showing our passport. So oh, no. I'm driving the car, and Bob hands me his passport. Now, I've known Bob since I was 17 <laughs> years old. And to me, he's been Robert Nag. That's mm-hmm. how I've known him. That's School, right. academics, our whole lives. He even came to my wedding. Robert Nag was the on the invitation. And I see this name on the passport, and I go, <laughs> my shit. natural reaction is, fucking name because is I've never seen his passport, and I go, I go, whoa, I go, who's this? <laughs> he goes, it's me, you idiot. And I'm like, what? I'm like, exactly. I've never seen, you've never told me that your name is, can you say it or well, not? I can say it, it means purity and truth. Yes, but what, what is the name? Shuddo Shatto. Satya is the but truth, how, S-A-T-Y-A. And Satyo. And how, would I, and, and how would I say it if, if I didn't know better? Because I picked it up and I- Surya Satya. Right, and I go, shit, we're dead. <laughs> You know, Frank, you're, one of, the, turns you're one of the whitest guys I know. You know? I no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, me? I'm Italian. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm the, but but, but what, are we, what are you afraid of? No, no, but at that and point, I get I look, pulled over? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> secondary <laughs> secondary <laughs> check but right that, away? But yes, that's the first thing. So I look at that and I go, I'm expecting <laughs> to see Robert Nag in the passport. It's when you're expecting to see And it. I see that and I go, again, not because I have a problem with it. because, <laughs> But People I'm like, fear oh, the unknown. Well, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and this was... There's always something happening in the world, right? Of and this course. could have been like a few months after I think the There's Boston. There's terrorists everywhere. There was a, yeah, I know, but there was a Boston. The Boston Marathon. Yeah, and we were going to Boston, right? So Near there, yes. Yeah, so I thought to myself right away, I go, oh, shit. And I go, as soon and we, we got through. We definitely got through, Frank. <laughs> I did nothing illegal. I gave him my Dallas accent, and he loved it. Fourth of July. He loved it. He loved it. it. He goes, go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. sir enjoy. <laughs> Gamble your lives away. Leave all your tax money right here. <laughs> Actually, they used to call me Suds in high school. Oh, nice. You could come on this podcast anytime if 
anyone i always ask at there the end so of the, much more to talk about yeah but wait wait but this is the thing you don't, I mean, want, you don't want to talk about pierre palievre no how trudeau is thinking this country no because i do that every podcast <laughs> but wait hang on a sec but <laughs> i was Bob, expecting at that. some point you're going <laughs> to yes. join me again on this podcast okay. unless it gets so many negative reviews and people write in and say never put off the never air. put that who is this guy never put that hindu back <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be the happy hindu anymore <laughs> never put he right. was the miserable hindu but it can, you can't do you no. can't do any worse than me, Bob, because... No, that's not true. <laughs> I can do worse. <laughs> I can show you if you want. Bob? Yes. People can comment or leave a review on Apple. They could five-star on Spotify. I tell people right away, give us five stars. Oh, yeah? Don't even go to zero. That's like the two. car dealerships. Go to five. Yes, Tell exactly. us why we're not five. Exactly. Right. Tell us why we're not five. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Drive-By... Brought Pro- to you by... Own Space. Tell me about Own Space. What is this thing? I will. On future episodes... Program director of Drive-By, Bob Nag. Saran Saran. <laughs> no, but you're not going to talk about own space no, now? Not, not right now. No, because uh, that's the There's other things in development. In development. Right. Okay. But anybody else sponsored this show? Because I want to encourage it. Not this particular episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so not Burkichi, uh, the, the shopping center you go to, uh, the flower place. How many sponsors do you have? Bob, the limousine company. Bob, why don't you get your company the sponsor? <sighs> That's going to be a tall, uh, a tall, <laughs> a tall order. order. <laughs> a tall order. Okay, Bob. At some point, you're going to join us again on this oh, podcast. I'm sure it's going to get some great reviews, All and right. I'll encourage, or people will <laughs> encourage me to invite you on again and to talk about topics of the day. Right. This time, I wanted yeah, people yeah. to introduce. Just, yeah, yeah, you're like you're my friend. And you're you hanging just, out, you, and you just use the word encourage properly, and, not like most thank Italians. You. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's no, the because, way to use it. No, because. Bob, uh, you are you are fully integrated in this society. You are fully integrated in this society. Absolutely. And Canada and Quebec. Rock on, baby. North America. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> All right. it's been fantastic. Be Thank you. Thank you so much for right. listening to this episode. And we'll catch you again for The Drive-By soon. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace.